As the Trump administration approaches the symbolically important 100-day mark, the number of legislative victories seems to be outweighed by the number of ethical conflicts confronting the new administration. I'm David Hawkins, senior editor of CQ Roll Call, and that's the topic of this week's Big Story podcast. And to illuminate the ethical challenges facing the administration and what the political and legislative consequences are for them, we're joined in the studio by Kate Ackley, who just wrote a story about this for the CQ Weekly. It was on the cover this week with a terrific portrait of a very, very grim-looking Donald Trump. Grim, we suppose, because these ethical issues aren't going away and may be multiplying. Right, Kate? Yeah, it just seems like there's no end. Every week, every day, really, uh, there seems to be some new ethical issue, whether it's about nepotism and the president bringing on his children, um, especially his uh, daughter and son-in-law to work in senior roles in the administration, the way that he is all wound up with his company, the Trump Organization. He, he does not run things day to day, but he still profits when the company profits. It just It's a long list. His senior cabinet officials Many of them are millionaires and billionaires as well. They've had trouble untangling themselves from their own business investments, although they are working toward that, unlike the president who says he can't have conflicts of interest. Uh, so there's just an, an, an endless amount of fodder, really, for Democrats to sort of play politics with this. Two questions before we talk about how the Democrats are going to make use of this. One is, have you sensed any anxiety on the part of his fellow Republicans in Congress about these ethical challenges, either getting in the way of their ability to shift the government to the right or to sort of overcome their ability to legislate or just sort of become a bigger story than their legislative program? Well, I think first and foremost, Republicans on the Hill are, are have shown a real reluctance to probe Trump and to make a big issue about ethical issues. They don't necessarily want to drag him down, but they also can kind of stand to gain. If the Trump administration is thwarted because of these ethical issues, conflicts of interest, basically corruption is what people are talking about, then where does that power vacuum land? It lands on the Hill, and Republicans Republicans on the Hill don't necessarily see that they stand to lose any power from Trump's ethical issues. But you have seen a few opportunities for uh, Republicans to get in on this. When Kellyanne Conway, of course, gave her uh, self-proclaimed commercial for Ivanka Trump's brand, you did see some outcry. And uh, Republican Jason Chaffetz, who is the chairman of the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee, he penned a letter with the uh, with his Democratic uh, ranking member, Elijah Cummings, asking the Office of Government Ethics to inquire what the White House was going to do about that seemingly obvious ethical violation. And, and then there's the case of the hotel. Can you just explain to me and to our listeners what the case is about the hotel and how the president managed to sort of break free of this seemingly obvious ethical conflict? Right. Well, uh, the government has ruled that he is in compliance with the lease, even though the lease does say that it's not supposed to benefit a uh, political official or a government official. The administration has basically said it's okay. Uh, enraging ethics uh, watchdogs. There is a lawsuit going on that a, a number of groups that sort of keep an eye on ethics and democracy issues have brought. Uh, they say that he's in violation of the emoluments clause of the Constitution. 
that's still working its way through the court, so we'll see what happens. And remind me what the Emoluments Clause says. It, it's something that, uh, you know, we hadn't really heard much about until <laughs> President Trump was sworn into office. Uh, but there is a clause in the Constitution that says the president is not to benefit, to be given gifts or other emoluments from foreign foreign governments. So uh, theoretically, if you are the ambassador to to the United States from a foreign country, then you're staying in the Trump Hotel here in Washington. You're paying your bill at the whatever market rate, but ethics lawyers are making the case that uh, by receiving those profits, the that the president is in violation of that. So we'll see what happens. So as we talk about this, I have heard some many people outside of this newsroom and outside of sort of the journalism world where we sort of take these ethics questions seriously saying that out there in the country where the Trump, you know, Trump nation, the Trump base the, the Republicans who, be, who the people who made him the president, they don't they think this is all silly and petty and picking on him unnecessarily and that none of it will will stick and that the Democrats won't be really able to make some make a case, a big deal case against the president that will actually stick and that will actually slow him down with his base. Absolutely. His base is with him. I think they don't care if he were to continue to run his business. They they elected him because he is a successful businessman. That doesn't bother them at all. The conflicts of interest just does not resonate with Trump's base. That's absolutely clear. But two things, two main points. Number one, if it's if it keeps him off of his legislative agenda and he does not produce jobs, helping the economy, helping his base, if they don't repeal and replace Obamacare, if they don't do the things that he promised because Democrats are dinging him on ethics issues, and that is then, you know, making him a less powerful president, cutting into his influence, then his base is going to take notice and say, wait a second, you haven't solved the problems that you said you would. They don't necessarily care why he hasn't solved, why he won't have solved their problems. But if the ethics issues, you know, make it so that he doesn't accomplish his agenda, his base will notice that. And he will pay a price with them for that reason. And then the second point is that if this leads to electoral losses for Republicans, Trump isn't going to be on the ballot again until 2020. But every House Republican, every House member will be on the ballot. Will there be a referendum on Trump because of these ethical issues? That's something that obviously goes beyond his base. But if Republicans were to lose seats because of Trump being tied to Trump and his ethical problems, then that can further erode their power in Washington. So the so the strategy of the Democrats, as you as you write, is to sort of keep, as you use the phrase, dinging him to just sort of keep bringing this up. Just every time one of these issues comes up, to try and get the public to pay attention, to try and throw the president off his game. That's essentially their strategy. It is, and the Trump administration seems to oblige them at every turn. You know, every day there's some new story about something, whether it's a conflict of interest thing or, you know, and, and recently we wrote a story for CQ Roll Call about Treasury Secretary Mnuchin was at an event where he essentially plugged his Lego Batman movie, which he is a producer of. And that's also a no-no when it comes to ethics issues. And he has since apologized. There seems to be sort of a blasé attitude towards ethics issues uh, ethics laws in the uh, Trump administration. And and that has, you know, uh, sort of caused an uproar, an uproar that uh, that 
the Democrats are are happy to use, even though it's important to note they obviously don't have a lot of official channels to do this. They they can't hold hearings. They're in the minority, so they can't, you know, have a congressional hearing. They can't uh, subpoena. They don't have a lot of power. But what they're trying to do is force votes through sort of back channels or, uh, you know, unusual procedures that allow them to force Republicans to take votes that they then think they can go on the campaign trail next year and say, hey, look at this. This guy or, or this you know, member of Congress wanted to cover up Trump's taxes. He, this member of Congress voted to, uh, to not pay any attention to Trump's ethical issues. So there, were, so there was a vote on compelling the president to release his tax returns. Now, I, as I understand it, the Democrats are talking about making the release of the tax returns somehow contingent on their engaging in the tax overhaul debate. Is that does that do? Do I have that right? Right. I mean, I think that's one of the things it shows how some of these ethical issues are coming into play on policy matters. Democrats are saying, well, look, the Trump administration in its tax overhaul wants to eliminate the alternative minimum tax, which is something that hits millionaires and billionaires to try to make sure that they pay some taxes, even though they have tons of deductions. Well, the little bit of tax uh, information that leaked out from one of Trump's filings back in 2005 showed that he was hit by the AMT. So that makes uh, that gives Democrats a, a, a talking point that, well, if they're going to if Republicans and the Trump administration are going to do this tax overhaul, how do we know that this isn't just to benefit Trump personally, as opposed to being in the best interest of the American people? And and speaking of benefiting him personally, just one one more thing, because I know that it's um, it's a visual. It's it's a an ethical a quagmire that I think people see virtually every weekend is the president is spending an enormous percentage of his time out in the country, almost always at one of his own properties. Right. His uh, sort of jaunts every weekend or almost every weekend to Mar-a-Lago have really enraged uh, Democrats and ethics watchdogs. It's sort of like he's conducted some uh, sensitive White House business right there in view of these members of this private club, you know, they have to pay, I think they upped the fee to $200,000 to to join. So if you pay $200,000 and are a member of the club, you sort of get a front row seat to to the Winter White House. So this is terrific. And this is probably will enrage Trump supporters who are listening to this podcast because they think that we should be talking about other things. Uh, But this is what the mainstream media does. We pay attention to ethics in Washington. Nobody pays attention to it better than my guest today, Kate Ackley of CQ Roll Call. So thanks for joining us, Kate. It was great to be here. Thank you. I'm David Hawking, senior editor at CQ Roll Call. And thank you for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or NPR One.